Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are back in action on this podcast. It has been a hot minute since I picked up the phone and called you, and that's because I've just been in a whirlwind, a whirlwind, a whirlwind, a world of wind. It has been my birthday, then it was Easter, and then I just was playing catch up. And so I've finally gotten a chance to sit down and I have so much to fill you in on. So it's going to be a good old fashioned chat fest. We're going to talk about birthday. We're going to talk about shopping sprees. We're going to talk about bras. We're going to talk about cute clothes and what I'm cooking up and a tool, a machine that I am recently using uh, to help make some desserts, walking, hot girl hikes. Dates and prune, I mean, all kinds of stuff. We've got a lot to cover. So let's get into it. Yes, it was my birthday, April 6th. And, you know, there was a lot of unspoken stress and tension, subconscious stuff going on leading up to my birthday. I mean, this is my first birthday post long term relationship and divorce. And I was trying to play it cool. You know, my previous, the birthday the year before was a massive flop. And I just wanted to enjoy myself and wanted to have fun and wanted to celebrate. But the gosh darn weather here in California. And I know you're probably like complaining about California weather. We are just, it's just been rain, just nonstop. And the activities that I wanted to do, I wanted to play golf. I wanted to go have some alfresco dining, maybe a wine tasting. It was outdoor stuff. And so I was checking the weather every single day. And one day it would say 80 degrees. And then the next day it would say 50% chance of rain. And then the next day it would say 100% chance of rain. So it was just really hard. Um, So that was stressing me out. And then just kind of that anticipation of how am I going to feel without my ex in my life and this new life that I have now? And is it going to bring up a lot of emotions? Am I going to be bummed out? Am I going to be in grief? It was felt like entering into uncharted territory. The several days before my birthday, I went on a mini shopping spree is kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to head to a couple places that are not located near where I live. One was I really wanted to go to an Abercrombie and Fitch because people have been raving about their body suits. I also wanted to go to H&M. And then, so that was one trip was going to about an hour and 15 to a half hour and a half away to go to a mall that was like the only one in Northern California that had an Abercrombie and Fitch. It was like hitting the jackpot. Um, I feel really stoked that I am at a place with my body and just in life where I am open to wearing bodysuits, even when I was at my lowest, lowest, lowest weight, I never wanted to wear a bodysuit. Um, it just felt like too re- too revealing, too skin tight. Showing up at Abercrombie, they went straight. This is usually what I do. I show up at a store and I go straight to the clearance sale section. 
And I shop that first uh, just because, you know, that's where the deals are. And I found a black ribbed bodysuit, this gorgeous chocolate brown bodysuit. So tried those on. They fit fantastic. They later on in the day I had tried or in the week I tried on some bodysuits at Old Navy. The difference between Abercrombie and Old Navy was night and day. Um, the thong bodysuit is the way to go. I thought it would be uncomfortable, but it is not. And the Abercrombie bodysuits are better quality, like they're double lined. The Old Navy ones are not thongs, so you can so totally see like the butt line, the panty line. Um, so quality makes a difference. I also found this cool like dress at Abercrombie that must have been returned. It, it's like a satin purpley dress. So, and I got some jeans because everyone raves about the jeans. So I got some like high-waisted mom jeans that suck you in in all the right places. They kind of do, in the last podcast, I mentioned how do you get your butt to look good in jeans. And the Abercrombie, you do have to have a very flat midsection, but the Abercrombie jeans definitely helped. So that was fun. Um, I also was on the hunt for a pink dress because this coming up weekend, I'm going to a rosé party where the theme is you wear pink because, you know, rosé is pink. And so I found a pink dress for that. And I'm excited because one of a crush, a little crush that I have might be at that event. We shall see. Uh, but if you want to know about that crush, you got to get into my Patreon with my secret hub of audio content in there where I did a whole episode talking about my first crush post-divorce. So I will put a link down below. I'll tell you more later on about all the other content that's in that secret audio hub that's super juicy, but he might be there. Anyway, so I had to get a beautiful dress. Um, and... Yeah, so then uh, Marshall's was a place that I stopped into, uh, did go to Old Navy, Target, just had some fun. You know, it's that great time of year where we are in full-blown spring and summer, really, season at the store. So I feel like, obviously, a lot of spring clothes can transition into summer, and it just feels like a good time to do a little get the wardrobe freshened up. It was really interesting for me because I think I'm finally past the point of some body, I think they call it body dysmorphia, where you either feel like you're bigger than you are or smaller than you are. When you look at yourself in the mirror, there's there's a disconnect between what you see in the mirror versus the size that you are. And I've really felt like I've had that both before my weight loss journey and after I lost the 45-ish pounds. So I would say the last two years, um, I've struggled to buy clothes. And later on in the podcast, I'll tell you about my clearing out of the closet and what epiphanies I'm having with that. But this was the first time I went clothes shopping and I really just felt like I knew myself, I knew my style, I knew 
the exact size and I was able to look at it in the mirror and go, this looks great or this doesn't look good. It's going back. I used to, you know, before I lost weight, there were very limited stores that I could shop at and I, they typically could not find my size. I could not find my size or just because the clothes were bigger sizes didn't mean it looked good on my body, but beggars couldn't be choosers. So oftentimes when I would go shopping, I would say back in the day, maybe three years ago, four years ago, if anything remotely fit, I would buy it because I just wasn't able to find clothes that fit me. And especially if it was like on trend for the season, even if it honestly like didn't look that great on me, I would buy it because I just felt like it was the best I could get. So now I, it's really been a shift for me to get past that mindset and to hone in my eagle eye when I'm looking at myself in the mirror, like, does this actually look good? Do I actually feel good in it? Does it accentuate my body type? Do I love it? And this is a whole new terrain for me to be in because I'm just, I just was used to be very desperate in what clothes I could buy. So that felt good. I still totally overwhelmed the people in the dressing room. Believe me, I made sure I hung everything up, had the hangers going the right way, left the dressing room beautifully, but I take in a lot of clothes to the dressing room because I'm still trying to learn what my style is. You know, when I was 45 pounds heavier, I bought a lot of things to accentuate my chest area because I felt like that was the only redeeming quality that I had because my my chest area had gotten really, really, really big the more weight I gained. And I thought that that was what I should focus on tastefully, of course, but it was still, or like my back area, I don't know. Um, and I was really focused on like wanting, I felt so not sexy. I felt so uncomfortable in my energy level and just how I felt in my body at that point. I just wasn't even comfortable in my body. So I picked clothes obviously that I wanted to make me look good, but it was a lot of black. Like that's all I can say. It was just like a lot of black. My entire closet was black. Um, not a lot of color. So I'm bringing so many clothes into the dressing room because I feel like I'm starting from scratch with my body. I don't even know what I like anymore. I, I've just spent years not even seeking those types of styles out. Like my body has just changed so much that uh, I just, I have to try on so many different styles to even get a barometer, like a reading on what looks good to me. And I'm not, you know, the last time I was at 186, which is about where I'm at right now is 188. Last time I was at 186 was like in 2010, 11. So many, many years ago. And I've aged a lot since then. And so at this age of my life, I'm no longer 
early 30s. You know, I'm also trying to figure out what is my fashion sense for a woman of my age. And my knees don't look the same. My legs don't look the same. My arms don't look the same since losing the weight and just aging. Things are not tight and uplifted and there's some saggier skin. And so that's also a learning curve for me of just knowing my body now. And if you want to get to know your body Don't even have to buy the clothes. Just try a bunch of stuff on. It's really helped me hone in on what I like and what I love. So that was really fun. Um, In the midst of all of this going on during my birthday week, couple weeks, I was still trying to stay with plan, but things started to fall off the rails One day when I was out shopping, I got an In-N-Out burger. No big deal. I accounted for it in my points. But the day of my birthday, I had a big lunch with my mom. I got champagne. There was bread. There were sauces. Um, There was desserts. Then that night, I went out to dinner with a couple friends. Tons of wine. Lots of pizza. Um... One night, I think that was the night after my birthday, I did sushi takeout. I did Chinese takeout. I mean, it just started to, I don't know what overcame me. It's like, it's my birthday. I've got to squeeze this all in because then I got to get back on track. And honestly, I started to get very scared of stepping on the scale. So I started avoiding the scale. And then this is how things snowball. I stopped tracking because I was like, well, I'll just start on this day. And then that day turned into, I'll just start on Monday. And then that turned, I mean, it just became one of those. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I've told you before, as soon as I taste food that is not my home cooking, and it's filled with salt and it's popping with flavors and cheeses and creaminess and all the things. It is very hard to rein my taste buds back in from that hypercolor experience. Um, so your girl went way off the rails. And then, like I said, the fear set in. Now, after the Chinese takeout food night, a day or so passed and I did step on the scale and I hadn't gained any weight, maybe like 0.6 pounds. After all of this, the desserts, the wine, I will say that during the day, I even though I wasn't tracking, I was still trying to stay like very low points using a lot of zero point foods and I was doing a ton of walking that's the other key piece. I have gone from doing two miles to three miles to now some days I'm getting four miles of walking in. Plus, oh my gosh, going on shopping is like racking up the steps. So it was a good reminder for me that avoiding the scale and burying my head in the sand might not be as bad like what shows up on the scale might not be as bad as I think. And I just have to get over it and do it. And no matter what shows up on the scale, 
I will handle it appropriately. And it's just better to be aware than clueless because that's what I did for 10 years and the scale just kept going up and I wasn't stepping on the scale, but I was gaining the weight and I'd much rather be aware and then, you know, put the, put the brakes on a little bit. So I am happy to say that I am completely back on track. I'm back to tracking. Um, I do have, you know, I have a wine tasting coming up this weekend, probably be eating out, but it's nothing I can't handle. Uh, yeah, I did get my fix. I mean, I got my sushi fix. I won't need that for a long while now. I got my Chinese takeout fix. Really good on that. That's like a once every year, once every six months kind of thing. Got my burger fix with my In-N-Out burger. <laughs> um, it was good. The only thing that wasn't great was my desserts. I was going to cook myself a Funfetti cake and then I hemmed and hawed about it. I'm like, I don't want it around the house. And so I never did it. And then I never really had like a birthday dessert. So that's the only thing that maybe before the month is up, I need to track down a place that makes Funfetti cake or something and have, have a little bit of that. Um... So, and then I was super active too, because one of my birthday plans was to go have a day of golf with a girlfriend. And that is, golf is such a joy in my life. I have so much fun with it. And you get lots of steps actually out on the golf course. It was a beautiful day. I got to wear my little skirt and my little polo shirt. And we just had a blast. Uh, I mean, it we did 18 holes. That's my first time doing 18 holes. I've done nine holes. I don't know what possessed me to sign up for 18 holes. It takes forever. I mean, no wonder these women complain about their husbands being gone all day. 18 holes is like a commitment. I mean, there was one point where my friend and I were driving um, in our golf court cart to what we thought was the right hole. And then this man had to come over in his cart and tell us we were on the wrong trail. So there were lots of balls that went into the sand pits. There were lots of balls that went into the ravines and the water, but, uh, I have power. I am learning in my golf game that I have power for long distance shots Um, it's my short game that I need to work on. Look at me sounding all profesh, but I love it. I love it. If you have not given golf a chance, don't balk at it. Really consider it because if you like pretty pristine scenery where everything has its place and looks perfectly manicured and is just lush and green and you like blue sky and breezes coming in the golf course, cart and maybe a Corona light, which is what I had. It's kind of the life. It kind of really is the life. I feel like men have these secret worlds that some made us believe like women aren't going to like golf and they, they gave it a bad rap, but like really it's, it's such an oasis and it's, and it's to be enjoyed, um, that women need to get in on the action. Uh, okay. So going back a little bit with the clothes situation. So I picked up some clothes and I realized that I've done one massive clear out of my closet. 
it was a year or so ago where most of the clothes in my closet were my torrid clothes, which I love and I still have most of them. In fact, I've thought about going to a tailor for some of my torrid dresses and getting them tailored because I love them so much. Um, this was kind of before torrid went downhill. I feel like during the pandemic, torrid, take, torrid took a big nosedive. They're quality was always so good and their fashion, their style and everything. Anyways, so I had done a huge clear out of my closet, but you know, when you clear things out, you still go through the like, oh, one day I could want this. I could wear this. So you still keep a bunch of stuff as much as you clear it out. So it really dawned on me after going and trying on these clothes and recognizing that I don't have to just buy clothes just because they fit, that I can start to really hone in on my style, that I wanted to go through my closet again and try every piece of clothing on and really look at myself in the mirror and go, do I like what I see? Does this embody the values and the life that I want for myself? Does this make, you know, I used to shop so much thinking, would a guy notice me in this outfit? Would a guy think this is sexy? Like, I'm so, I just, it makes me embarrassed of myself that I've just spent so much time caring about what stinking men think. And, um, I just really care about what other women think. Cause I love women's dressed up and fashion and I care what I think. So that's what I've been doing also for the last several days. My closet is a disaster. My room is a disaster. In the past, I would have tried to do this project all in one day. I just don't have the time for that with everything that's going on. So I'm taking one little section of my closet at a time. And it's seriously like one day I do a tiny section pull stuff out. And the next day I will go back through that section one more time before I start the new section because our brains play tricks on us. It starts to do that. Oh, well, it, one day you could wear it here or it fits again. It, you know, it's just like, I have to, um, I, it helps to do it a couple of times to really get past the narrative that, I have to keep it because what if I gain the weight back or X, Y, or Z? So I'm in the process of doing that. I'm realizing that I don't look good in t-shirts. You know, I follow all these Instagrammers. I want to get on the bandwagon of what they're doing. They look so cute. And then I go and I buy like graphic tees. And the way that my shoulders are and the size of my chest and just graphic tees often do not look good on me and I've tried to force it to happen and they just look sloppy and they just don't fit me well. They don't look cute. So I got to remember this. Another thing I'm realizing is my neckline. You know, when I was 45 pounds heavier, my chest was a lot bigger. Necklines fit so differently on me now. Um, So I used to get some V-necks and V-necks just do not look good on me. Scoop necks look good, but they have to be a wide scoop neck, not a narrow scoop neck. I have to be careful of my arm holes, the sleeves, that's what they're called, short sleeves. I don't look good in a very boxy 
long sleeve. I need like a cap sleeve or an angled sleeve. Um, so I'm actually taking notes as I kind of do this research with myself. Uh, I did, I think I told you a while back, I did get my color theory done and I was color match for my season. So that's always really helpful. But uh, what a journey this has been. And I'm excited because like everything in my life, I feel like I'm moving more towards, you know, with my food, I've shared the journey with you. I'm moving more towards minimalistic, no preservatives types of foods, super clean ingredients as best as I can. Less is more, keep it simple. I did the same thing when I cleared out um, my beauty products. I used to just buy all the beauty products under the sun. And now I'm really looking to see if my my beauty products have clean ingredients because I'm very sensitive to inflammation, both in my internal gut and stomach and body and externally. And it's so such a game changer because with those parameters of what I ingest and what I want to put on my skin, I don't get as overwhelmed anymore going into a a Walmart, into a Target, into a Sephora and Ulta, where it was before I was just spending all this money and there's so many options and you just get really frazzled with it all. I just feel more laser focused and For someone with CPTSD, which can manifest as ADD, uh, hypervigilance, distraction, overwhelm, having limited choices makes everything a lot calmer. So I'm trying to go for a minimalistic wardrobe approach. I, you know, I've raved about like Walmart has a brand called Avia, which is their sports brand, and they make like super cute things. But sometimes it doesn't wash, you know, sometimes I buy clothes, Walmart, Old Navy, Target, they don't wash up as great or there isn't as much style. So I'm starting to have the thoughts of maybe I don't need five of every color of this top from Walmart because it's cheap. Maybe I just get one thing from like a Lululemon that's more expensive, but the style is more elevated and it really is tailored to my body and I'll actually enjoy that piece of clothing more than the than getting, you know, it's all a balance. I'm not going to stop shopping at Walmart and Target. I was just at Target today, like Old Navy. I love, 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 but I'm just starting to think about, um, I'm starting to think about it all and what makes the most sense for me. One of the things that's happened recently that just boggles my mind is it it was maybe, I think this was last summer, I was back up to 195, 196, and now I'm back to 188. Just that small window four, five, six pounds, excuse me, my body changes. The closer I get to goal, even in those five pounds, six pounds, seven pounds, eight pound increments, my body changes drastically. 
And this past week, I was noticing something was weird going on with my bras. I just felt this like extra space and padding on the upper part of my bra. And I'm like, what is going on? Oh, maybe it's just because I have to lift, you know, my chest up to really sit nicely in the cup of the bra. And I did that and I'm like, no, I'm still having this like big gap. And I realized I, from going from 195 to 198, 198, 195 to 188, my bra cup size has changed and it's very noticeable and significant. So I went, that's why I went to Target today um, because we have two Targets near where I live. One is very old and one is like a brand new remodeled Target and they have a gorgeous bra section. I mean, you almost feel like you're at the olden days of Victoria's Secrets. Um, so I went from a D cup to a C cup and even in some cases a cup fit. Um, so I didn't go down significantly in my like circumference, if that's what it's called. Um, I went, I mean, I, I went from a 40 to a 38. Um, so, and I think I could maybe depends on how much stress there stretch there is do a 36. This is just, it's, it's, there's so many non-scale victories that can happen if you're paying attention. That's not just the weight on the scale. I don't do measurements. This is kind of like my measurements, clothes and bra sizes. And yeah, so had to get the new bras and, um, just even wondering if I can actually get to 182, which is not happening during this birthday month where it's been kind of a free for all. But, you know, I was recording this podcast every week with updates because I am really trying to get to 182. And that's still the focus and that's still the goal. We just got derailed a little bit. Life happened, which is what happens on a weight loss journey. Um, But I'm wondering what will happen when I, if and when I get to 182, if it'll be back to Target for new bras. I'm like, please no, because if they deflate anymore, it's, it is, it's like a total, it's like a def, it's just a deflation. Um, it's, it's not pleasant. I am going to plug a little reminder in here to my audio secret content hub please get in there. I get the nicest comments from my Patreon members that have signed up for it. They love the Monday motivation. Come out with that each week on a topic that can carry you through the week on your wellness and weight loss journey. And just, they're short. So just a little listen and you get some pep in your step. Um, I did a super cool deep dive audio on masculine and feminine energies and how that drastically impacts our relationship with food, how you can heal the feminine. This next week, I'm going to talk about how you heal the masculine and how I'm working on those so that that helps heal the relationship with food and comfort binge eating. Um, I really want to come out, probably not this week, but the following week, I have a tier for super juicy chit chats. 
I got on some dating apps. This is the first time that I I told myself and I told some friends that in spring, I would get on some dating apps, nothing wild and crazy, but just kind of dip my toe in. And um, I have done that. So I may record, I was cracking my friends up this past week as I shared with them my experience on the dating app. So I think I'm going to come out with like a whole audio about what it was like signing up, what dating apps I decided to go with, what the experience has been like so far. Am I talking to anyone? Do I have any dates coming up? It's all going to be in the secret audio content hub. So get in there. Plus, if you get in there, you, you've you got um, an, an archive, a vault of audios, uh, especially for weeks like the last couple weeks where I haven't recorded anything. You've got a vault of like some amazing, amazing audio content. Here on the podcast, I'm super loosey-goosey with my topics and how much time I record. Over there in the secret audio content hub, I keep it tight not short, but the topics are super curated and um, it's just like a little bit different of a dynamic. You know, one of my audios, you know who you are, called them a TED Talk. (laughs) You called it a TED Talk. I so appreciated that. Um, So that's kind of the vibe over there. Another little story I want to tell you. So earlier on in the podcast, I said that I will go shopping and try to buy clothes that would hopefully get me noticed. Um, and I never, I never noticed men like looking at me really. Um, and so my new philosophy, philosophy, philosophy is to find clothes that I feel beautiful in. I'm not thinking about men. I'm just, what are the colors? What are the textures of the clothes? What is the style? Is how do I feel in it? So on Friday night last week, I went out with my Al-Anon sponsor and her sponsor. So it's a little lineage there. Um, And it was for my birthday and we went to a tapas restaurant. And I feel like I've been doing a lot of, over the last three years, care to my hair. I had a lot of like thinning around my hairline because I would wear really tight ponytails with elastic and had a lot of hair breakage. My hair was kind of thinning. I'd done a lot of bleaching blonde of my hair before the pandemic. So during the pandemic, as I started my health journey, I also started like a hair journey. Stopped dyeing my hair, let it go all natural. Started myself trimming the split ends. um, And... Yeah. So I, I also use like, um, scalp serums along my hairline and that's really helped stimulate hair growth. I have a high forehead no matter what. It's just what God gave me, which is not my favorite. I can't stand my forehead and how big it is. It's, it's, well, actually I'm having my hand up to my head right now. It's not quite a five head. It is actually a four head, but I still feel like it's too big. So for tapas night, when I finally take a a shower for my hair, you know, I wash my body, but my hair just gets so full and voluminous 
And then I've started curling a little bit the bottom. So that gives it some oomph. Um, it's just, I feel like my hair is its natural color now, which when I did the color theory to get my color matched, they did say, you know, the whole highlighting hair, I mean, that's a thing, but really when people go back to their natural color, it's amazing how much it can pop their features and their eyes. And my natural color is like a dirty, a dirty blonde, a mousy blonde. In the summer, it will bleach out a little bit. Did I ever tell you that during the pandemic, I sprayed um, a one of those like bleach your hair sprays? Like you spray it in the sun and then it's supposed to bleach your hair. But I sprayed it in my hair and then I went for a walk and I put my hair in a ponytail and it burned off like the entire inner part like of my hair and like it fell off like I did it completely wrong it was such a nightmare so it's taken forever to grow that back oh all the things we did during the beginning stage of the pandemic baking bread burning our hair off with bleach doing our own haircuts (laughs) um but I had this cute little denim like chambray denim dress that I had picked up at JCPenney's and this cute little stretchy brown belt and then some kicks. I had um, they're like tan with a little flecks of gold but nothing gaudy and they're just like little kids like little sneaks but cute like fashionable sneaks. Nothing with wild golden goose stars or anything like that. Just very low key, but super cute. So I got dressed up. I had um, my big uh, Jackie Onassis sunglasses and then this little cute dress. And I just felt so cute. Not Now, if you were to ask me, like, I would say to you, this is not cute. Like, a guy is going to notice me cute. This is just like, I feel comfy in my shoes And I think like my outfit is cute. I feel a little sporty spice, Um, but going out on a sunny day for tapas. So I show up to the tapas place on the patio and uh, my sponsor and sponsor, sponsor, we're not there yet. And I immediately notice two men at the bar completely swivel their heads and start staring at me. And I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Kind of like I'm looking down at myself, like, but it was a clear, like, I am being checked out. So that was interesting. So I get seated at our table and I sit down and I have a view of the whole outdoor patio area. And one of the guys at the bar once again, swivels his head now the opposite direction to locate where I am sitting at my table. So the other beauty of this is I have developed so much confidence from my Weight Watchers journey and my weight loss journey and just how hard it's been and just all the demons that we have to fight over years that we do this journey and really get to know ourselves and set boundaries and build that self-esteem. I just feel, and you know, obviously the divorce, like to survive that divorce and 
feel, I mean, honestly, in my body and soul, I kind of feel like the best I have in ages. But there's still a lot of grief. I mean, I'm in CPTSD therapy. I don't know. Like, I just, there's a groundedness that I feel when I'm taking you on all kinds of tangents. But when I went out for my official birthday dinner, my girlfriends that were with me were so sweet. They took a ton of video, a ton of photos. And I shared the photos with some of my friends outside of those two. And the comments I got were like, you're glowing. You look effervescent. You've never looked better. You look so happy. And I was like, wow. So you wash that man right out of your hair. You get on a health kick. You're walking. You're eating healthy. You're cutting down on the inflammation. You feel good. And you start to glow. You have a, you literally have a glow up. Um, I'm just basking in it because I know you get it. Like I've battled myself my whole life. Like I've just, it, it's as women, it's a hard journey to accept yourself, to feel confident, to feel beautiful, to feel good in your own skin to feel rooted and grounded in yourself and your life and your values. It's a big deal. Um, so then as we were getting up to leave Tapas, we were standing by the paella center and watching them make the paella. And I noticed another guy turn around from where he was seated and check me out. So this was new to me. I, I can't even tell you. I mean, my God, it feels like it hasn't been since college. Um, maybe when I first graduated college and I was in my first few years of teaching and I would go out to the bars that maybe I would be checked out. Or maybe I have, but I've just been so in my turtle shell that I couldn't eat. I I didn't even want to look at myself, let alone acknowledge anyone else looking at me or all of the negative thoughts I would have about why they were looking at me. So I didn't poo-poo it. I just sent a little like kiss up to the sky to my higher power. Like, thank you. I appreciate this. I appreciate that I notice it, that I feel beautiful, and that I wore this outfit not for any man. I wore it because I felt cute. And this just shows that when you feel good and what you're wearing, that's when you get the attention. That's when you get noticed. Um, What else can I tell you about? What am I cooking up? I am loving my baby bell light cheese, one point with my like 1.3 cracker, like wasa crackers to spread on it. I'm loving a hard boiled egg with a little light mayo, a little mustard, and a big scoop of dill relish. Not the butter pickle relish, but the dill relish. And I mix that all up, chop it up like a little egg salad. So refreshing. Just tonight, I cooked up a big batch of my essentially zero-point marinara, which is like a whole Costco-sized mushroom, but baby Bella mushroom pack, a huge eggplant that I chop up, and then I just, um, I love eggplant and mushroom, 
And then I just mix it in marinara sauce with some chopped spinach. And um, then I use my jovial pasta nests. I believe I can have three nests for six points. Um, And then I will heat up. I keep that marinara sauce in the fridge with all the good veggies. And it is so filling. I made another dish this week, so that turned out fantastic. For New Year's Eve, it's a tradition to always have stuffed cabbages. My Hungarian-Romanian grandmother always made it. And stuffed cabbages is a very healthy dish if you're on a weight loss journey. So look it up. You'll love it. But after New Year's Eve, when I was eating them for leftovers, I they were kind of deconstructed from their original shape. And I thought, oh, I bet I could come up with a recipe where I don't have to go to all the hassle of stuffing, you know, the the cabbages. And I did it. It's tomato soup, really good quality tomato soup. I get it. I got it from Whole Foods in like a big carton. Um, very lean ground beef, onion, garlic. I cooked the beef a little bit, but not till it's fully cooked, just so it crumbles. Then I add the tomato soup. Then it's turkey kielbasa chopped up, throw that in there. Then it is cabbage that is, you know, chopped up, but kind of in like bigger chunks, throw that in there with a little tiny beef broth. Mix that up and let it simmer on the stove. Oh, and then it's a cup. I did a cup of sauerkraut with juice. Don't knock it until you try it. It is the most comforting, coziest, flavorful comfort food, but low point meal of your life. It was so good. It makes so much and it is just beyond. And then you can, my recommendation would be to cook some rice, refrigerate it. And then when you heat up the um, deconstructed stuffed cabbages, take a couple spoonfuls of the cook of the rice and put it in there because stuffed cabbages typically have rice, but you can really monitor how many points. And then a little dollop of sour cream on top. It's so good. I also have not brought chocolate in my house in a month. I'm doing fine. I'm surviving. I am I do have my cravings, but they pass. Okay, I had to pause the podcast and then delete part of it and re-record this because I will say I'm going to be saying a little word that um, is sensitive for small ears. So if you have small ears around, you're listening in the car, this might be a time where you pause and then you re-listen when you can put some headphones in and have some privacy. Okay, so where do I even start with this food uh, thing that's new in my life. For years, my mom has uh, gotten dates and I've always poo-pooed the idea of dates. Um, just doesn't sound appealing to me. Don't really do dried fruits. I don't really even know what a date is. I just, I mean, she eats it. She loves them. She loves the dates. So I haven't done, I just don't get them. She gets a big bag at Costco. Well, it's like the minute I turned 41, I literally got a pain in my ass. It's like I got a divorce and that was a pain in my ass. And then I turned 41 and that's officially when the pain in my ass started. 
So um, I'm not going to go into details, but uh, let's just say that I needed to explore ways to rid myself of this discomfort. And what was recommended to me was prunes. And I didn't, I just thought, oh, like prune juice or prunes. Like what are prunes? Okay, they're dried, you can get them, they're dried plums. And um, then someone told me, yes, you can get the best prunes at Costco. They come in a big bag and they're right by the dates. And I'm like, oh, here we go with the dates. And my mom gets the dates. So I have been trying to cut down on my nighttime dessert eating. And I just decided that I would go to Costco and I would get a big bag of the dates and I get a big bag of the prunes. Why the heck not? Give it a try. So the dates are delicious. They taste like little figgy cakes. Like dates taste like the inside of a fig newton. Um, And I used to love fig newtons. So I get it. Like I get why my mom loves them. It's not too sweet and they do almost have like a cake-like consistency. I also wanted to get dates because of that recipe that's viral going around where you take a date, you put a little almond butter on the inside and then you dip it in chocolate and it's supposed to be like, and sprinkle a little sea salt and it's supposed to be out of this world. So then I got the prunes and I didn't know what to expect with that. So I got those home, opened them up had one of the prunes and it was such a delightful surprise. My grandma used to make oatmeal, oatmeal, raisin stuffed cookies. They were huge. They were like massive circles with this yummy, I don't know, cookie consistency. And then on the inside of the cookie was stuffed with like a raisin sweet filling. They were my absolute favorite. And when I bit into the prune, it reminded me exactly of the inside of my grandma's cookies. So that was a victory. So now my routine has become, and I don't know if any of this is helping, but the pain in my ass did go away. So I don't know if it did actually help. Someone was saying I'd have to eat like five or six prunes a day. I definitely did not do that. I need to be careful because I know that dry fruit is like, I did look it up. Like it is high in quote unquote sugars, um, but it actually, because of the fiber and everything, it doesn't have as much of an impact on your blood glucose, glucose levels but I still just wanted to be careful. So my nightly routine has become, I have one pitted date and I savor that and it's super sweet. You know, when you don't eat sweets for a while and then you eat like a fruit, then you're not used to actual sugary, sugary sweets. These, the dates taste like beautiful cakey sugar yumminess. And then I have my one prune, And I'm happy as a clam. So that's become my new uh, routine there for dessert after dinner. Um, I also 
months ago, maybe even a year ago, I ordered a blend jet. I think that's what it's called. It's a tiny little portable blender and it comes with a USB charger. It's like the Jetsons. I've never seen anything like it. And so I ordered a white one that's just tiny. It's not like the the blenders of yore and yesteryear. This is like, I don't know. It's just like a one serving size. It's very thin and compact and narrow and just so easy. It's been sitting up on the shelf since I got it, gathering dust. I don't know why. Certain things I really want and I buy and then I get too scared and intimidated to like figure out how to work it. It's silly. Well, the time was right. I pulled it down because we're in that season shift. You know, I was craving just several months ago, the cream of wheat, the oatmeal, the hot creamy type dessert stuff at night. But as we shift into the warmer weather, I start to crave the salads, the cool dishes, and I start to crave ice cream. But instead of ice cream, I thought I could make like little smoothies, little tiny little ice cream smoothies. I do really, really, really want a Ninja Creamy that everybody's raving about. And then I just saw on a reel yesterday that I guess all the rage is you get the Ninja Creamy which basically turns anything into ice cream, anything healthy that you freeze into ice cream. Um, You do cottage cheese with like milk or something and vanilla and you freeze that and then you put it, you mix it, um, the Ninja Creamy mixes it and it turns into the most delicious ice cream with the cottage cheese. Um... So yeah, I got out my blend jet and it worked like a champ. I did a little bit of frozen blueberries, non-fat Greek yogurt, a little almond milk. I even got some vanilla protein powder that I can add to it. So I think it'll be kind of a game changer. Um, I have been really upping my miles and it's helping. I knew I had to level up with it in order to keep losing to get to my goal weight And so I've been going on what I call, what is it called? Hot girl, hot, they call it hot girl walks. I've been going to hot girl hikes. Um, last weekend, I was actually Easter. I went to a, a lookout hike where you really, most of the hike, you get a 360 view of the valley where I live. It's quite spectacular. Um, and I love it. I wore my little Lululemon leggings, workout pants, workout capris. And then don't sleep. I told you this last summer. Don't sleep on Dick Sporting Goods for the cutest workout clothes that are sometimes on sale. It's the Carrie Underwood brand, but I don't think she runs it anymore. And I think it's called like Calaluna or something. So cute and such good quality. So last year during golf season, I had picked up a couple tops that I could wear with either a golf skirt or my tennis skirt if I play tennis. And I've been a little bashful because it's like a little crop. It's like a crop top. Um, But when you wear, you know, the Lululemon workout 
um, capris. It's they they can be very high waisted. So I wore this little like neon orange top, crop top with my Lululemon leggings, yoga pants, and my little um, fanny, black fanny pack. And I felt so cute and I looked fantastic. Took a little picture of myself with the view in the background and it just might be one of my pictures in my new dating profile. Um, But yeah, so I've been hiking a lot. I try to do that on Sunday or Saturday before my workshops, my Weight Watchers workshops, which are going fabulous. By the way, I have a workshop Friday afternoon, evening, four workshops on Saturday night, and then two workshops on in Sunday afternoon-ish. Um, so yeah, lots of walking. I'm trying to get four miles a day. And like, it's incredible today. You're not going to believe this. Hold on. I am up to almost 20,000 steps. 20,000. When just four or five weeks ago, I could barely get to 10,000 steps. I feel like it's giving me more energy during the day to get the extra steps in. The thing that has not been pretty is my allergies have been horrible. Are you suffering from allergies? It's like I get so excited that it's finally no rain and sun out. And then I immediately step outside and I feel like I'm congested, my eyes itch, I'm sneezing. I feel loopy. When I get bad allergies, I almost feel like I'm drunk, like I'm just foggy headed and I can't, my anxiety gets kicked up when I've got allergies. It's just like a whole thing. Um, but I know it'll pass soon and um, I'm just, I'm just loving the warmer weather and the getting the more steps in. Wow, what a podcast, what a catch up. Um what a what a what a day, what a season. Um I love my pink dress for Saturday's pink party. Um I might be going out Friday night to see a live band. Might need to wear some tight jeans and a bodysuit. Um I am just really having fun with dressing myself. Like I'm a little doll, like I'm a Barbie doll. (laughs) Um, because it's been a long time since I, I had that joy. So it's fun. It's a lot of fun and I'm grateful for my body and everything that it's doing for me. And, um, Though I might not be at my goal weight yet, and this feels like it's dragging on forever, I will say that I feel pleased. You know, it's been very hard to get out of the 90s decade, the 190s, and I feel like I'm holding pretty strong at 188. So if I can just drop into the 186 to 188 zone and hold steady there, Because part of this whole thing is like you got to drop and then you have to figure out if what you're eating and your activity can sustain you at that level that you dropped to, or do you have to make adjustments? So slow and steady, one step at a time. I'm not, I'm 
I'm laser focused, but I'm also not in a a panic to get to 182. I want to do it mindfully, carefully, and sustainably. Um, So that's the scoop. We'll talk soon. Bye.